and welcome to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. I'm Chris. And you may notice I have some uh, a little bit more sexy undertones here, Chris. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I'm turned on. <laughs> I'm not after that music. What oh, was that, yeah. Chris? Well, well uh, you probably heard it. <laughs> that does not pump you up, right? Like, no, I, I could rock less that. excited than... I could rock an illegitimate child to sleep with that with that noise. <laughs> what one, is of your, that? one of your many. What is that nonsense? <laughs> uh, look, yeah, no, the um, it was announced this week that Collingwood actually bought the rights to uh, Nothing Else Matters so they can play it at pregame. I'm surprised um, they have money. I thought they were storing it all for Tom Lynch. <laughs> but they've got they got more than that came from, mate. Oh, money bags. I, I I don't I don't understand it because I mean literally it's it does not pump anything up. Like there's nothing great about that song in terms of. Uh, feeling, emotion, like, I mean, you might get some people excited because they're huge Metallica fans, but that's about it. I mean, you know what I did then? What, Chris? I, I compiled a list of better songs that, <laughs> that Collingwood could actually use. And yes, yes, bear with me. What this great is- <laughs> information, Chris. Tell me what else you do in your spare time. Well, I was actually on a plane and I had nothing else to do. Like, there's no internet reception. You sure so. you went on a boat? Well, I'm on a boat. Yeah, <laughs> good. I do like boats, by the way. Um, Motorboat. So, so I just came up with a, a short list of about five songs that um, they all hit different vibes, but they definitely do not hit a uh, fall asleep vibe. Well, that I can see anyway. Right. Now, the one thing that I'll say, I mean, they're trying to evoke that whole in excess, um, never tear us apart thing, which, by the way, I love. I'm a huge Liverpool fan as well. So for me, uh, like, you'll never walk alone. Like, every time is like goosebumps. Like, I'm a huge shit. Port Adelaide fan, Chris. <laughs> no. Nothing <laughs> says like stopping a four peat like Port Adelaide. <laughs> Oh, wow. He's so butthurt. I know. Dude, Cheezo. That's so good. Well done. Those port boys. Uh, dude, um, I think JB's the port fan, isn't he? I don't know. They're all the oh, same. Oh, they're all the same. <laughs> Do not, that's not racist. Don't tell them that. No. <laughs> um, so, look, anyway, I just thought, okay, so what songs are, like, you know, worthy of, like, you know, get the crowd going. Everyone knows the song. Um, it, it, it creates emotion. You know, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, With or Without You is my first one. You too. Get the Irish boys into it. Yeah, uh, you know, get uh, you know more recruiting. You know who doesn't love a bit of U two? Everyone loves U two, right? You want to sing it now, don't you? Just give I, it a mic. I do, and I believe you do too. <laughs> with or without you two? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you um, Don't stop believing. I mean, come on, like, like journey. Get, get into it. Don't reckon... stop believing. <laughs> that's more your octave, isn't it? That's yeah, that's where you sit. I like it. Where I sit is next to you. Chris, are we going to get into this thing or what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've got my other three songs. I'll just oh. rattle them off. So um, I'll be there, obviously, Jackson 5 version. Uh, Lean on me um, and Happy Together, be- the Beatles. Right. I love that song. So, you know, I, I don't know. This is I don't know that song. Why they went for Metallica and the slowest, like, probably nonchalant Metallica song, just it doesn't make sense to me. But great week. Round one, footy's back. You excited? Anarchy. <laughs> It continues. Anarchy. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually one of the very few that, oh, I suppose, would you call Cox being rubbed out a week good or bad? <laughs> like, I think you got ahead of yourself <laughs> yeah, exactly. with the Cox. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. If only you had the foresight, not the <laughs> foresight, not the foreskin. <laughs> That's classic me. On the Cox. Always, always on the Cox train. <laughs> oh, he got trained by Cox. Oh yes. Look, um, it was disappointing his his output, but um, we'll get. I, to that I'm later. not. Mu- I'm not much better. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put one of these rookies on as an emergency. I'm gonna keep danger as long as possible. And if Banfield goes great, I will keep Dangerfield in my side. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh. 
you know, mate, so I was like, well, I had beams in my side. And I was like, you mm-hmm. know what? Maybe I should put Parker or someone that plays very late in the round. So that way, if he doesn't do well, I can just play this other premium. Plus, Parker's a jet. And then in my head, I'm like, no, no, no. Back your premiums. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. He's playing with this emotion. This weekend paid against us. Back your it premiums. So, you know what I did? I put Dane Beams in instead of Luke Parker. Yeah. Classic. Back your premiums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah back so, uh, you know, yeah. but hey, look, it could have been worse. I could have put uh, Zach Merritt in my side. It's not a... Dane, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. The old headbutt himself. I Ooh. swear, I think he saw some turn. I feel really sorry for the guys that, that captained him or... <laughs> oh, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> Um, especially in draft. draft. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, dude, we had the funniest draft game of all times. One guy captain Merritt, Merit. the other guy captain Zorko. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like battle yeah, of the at least, at least Merritt had an excuse. I mean, what's Zorko's yeah. excuse? Yeah, They're playing St. Kilda well, of Zorko's, all people. Zorko's excuse is that he plays for Brisbane and he's soft. <laughs> you got no words? No, the, you just, you're, you're like, la- the accuracy is, is beyond You're me. laughing way too hard. At least Brisbane put up some fight this week, Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, fair call, fair yeah. call. Coming back on call. I mean, no, I get it. I think, we, along with our two-way boots, we're going to have to send Trelaw again. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to have to send... Trelaw one use We're going to have, gonna have to use send... him in the preseason. Yeah. What a rule. We're going to have to send some, like, two-way opticals because they don't see Tom Mitchell anywhere. No, no they don't. They just don't see him. Where is he? Oh, he's got the ball. He's got, the ball. He's got rid of the ball. Oh, okay. Well, I think let's just leave him. I, I just... This is... No, I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure he went to uh, the Lockie Hunter School for Seagulls and he decided, look, I'll, I'll just study a bit of Lockie Hunter's action. 15 metres off the back of the pack, that's where I want to sit. Well, it must be a school with free roids because he was off tap. <laughs> no, he was... I'm actually joking. He actually got a lot of contested ball. He was around everywhere. Um, the guy's jet and... I think Omira just kept leaving. feeding it to him because Omira's like, oh, I've got bung knees. Have a handball. He just was in the right spots all game. It was insane. So, look... Good I'm game. Glad that footy's back. Um, love. I, I actually watched every single game. Some games, which, by the way, again, the fixturing of the games on Saturday and Sunday. Why don't you space out for people who actually do want to watch each game in a row or or with a little bit of space in between? But the timings were just ridiculous. You'd have yeah. and like a game starts an hour before another game starts, and then by the time that both of them finish, there's another hour break before the next game. Like it's stupid. It's, I, I, I don't managed. Understand it. I managed, Chris, to tune into Port Adelaide game. Just as they cut to Paddy Ryder with ice on his knee. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on I'm here? Mess- I'm messaging you being like, dude, Ryder, he's done. Like, what's nah, happening? It's, it's a joke. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, I'm it, not it's, it's pre-season. You. It's just for yeah. caution. And yeah. so we had what? We had we had Ryder out for, what, six to eight weeks? Five, uh, five to six. Yep. Get your acronyms Sorry, right. Sorry, mate. And um, Libba's obviously done for the season. So oh, I know. Sucks. Poor Libba. And yeah. he was looking so good in the preseason. Yeah. That poor guy. He's going to have to like blow off some steam over in Bali or something, I reckon. Yeah, or Vietnam or wherever he yeah. went to the d- 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 last time to do it. <laughs> Careful, that's not steam. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, um, look, let's get into the first game. Richmond versus Carlton. Uh, who yep. impressed you, Chris? Oh, well, my man Charlie Kernow, of course. Oh, <laughs> why did I he even set that up? The jet. Fuel the jet. Fuel the jet. <laughs> Fuel the jet. <laughs> Why did I say that? Up? That guy, honestly, that was, I, I, like there was quite a few highlights for the night. But you cannot tell me that you did not watch that game and then not get excited about. Literally, like two games into the weekend, <laughs> my guys haven't even played yet, and Chris is like, um, yeah. "Hey Ben, bet winning. watch, I'm winning." I was like, "Man, my guys haven't even played." <laughs> well, yet. I actually, I'm pretty confident. I'm ahead on all bets. That was Kernow's first game where he's kicked more than the two goals. So don't get too cocky. Yeah, stuff. fair right. enough, fair enough. Well, I'm going to go to the obvious. Dusty Martin did Dusty Martin things. Yep. 138. One, 138. And look, I, um, he was look, he was all over. The, he, he was everywhere too, which was good. Um, 138, 139. Yeah, he was he was good. Um, 
I actually think Carlton did really well. I thought I was very surprised by how they performed, particularly for the first half of football. Uh, they kicked the first five goals in the first five minutes and then they literally fell away after that. Um, but they I was, tried, Chris. I was actually... They uh, tried to be attacking. I was on my way from here because we did the uh, the pre-show podcast. No excuses. And I watched watching it on my phone on the way to a mate's house to watch more of it. So, uh, they, and literally between here and there, that Carlton had already five goals up and then it, they started to come back. I, I think Richmond just slow start. Like, they did get jumped. They got jumped. And especially from center clearance. So the ball was coming back to the middle, center clearance goal, center clearance goal. Like it was pretty surprising. And I think we've already apologized as well for Kate Simpson. Talk about putting your handbrake on during preseason. Yeah. (laughs) He gave us no reason to have any confidence at all whatsoever in his ability, apart from, you know, the fact that he's done it before in previous years, but preseason, he was just kind of cruising around. I was like, you know what? I can't justify putting you in my side over other people. Yeah. So I didn't. And then he comes out and I, I, actually think that probably is his highest score in the last two, like... It's the first time he's hit 150 since 2012. Oh. Which is insane, right? So that's five years, right? So maybe oh, he's like a, maybe he's like a, a fine red wine. Well, I mean, look, I could look at it two ways. First of all, do not worry about trading him into your team. You can't. You've chosen your premiums. You can't sideways trade out. Unless we'll get to that in a second. If like you're if you're sideways trading premiums just because they had one good week, you're an yeah, idiot. You're, you're just chasing points at this point. Well, so. what's the trade worth, Chris? Uh, From one premium to another premium, just for the sake of it. I can tell it. you, what, I, it's tra- a trade is worth cox to lob this week. That's what's happening. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think yeah, a trade's worth 150k. Yeah. Well, yeah. And look, at the end of the day, um, yeah, yes, you choose your premiums, but you got to back them in. You chose them for a reason, so don't just throw that out out with the bathwater. Um, <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Well, you know what I do. I, I just you make drink up- the bathwater, Chris. You don't want to throw that out. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I know what you uh, do. In the I bath. drink. No, I drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's some murky water, Chris. Oh, that's um, very murky. Okay, so Petty Cripso, I was very, very impressed. He's in my draft side, so I loved that VC option. Yep. Um, I was actually very surprised. You know what actually really annoyed me, actually, uh, as a general observation over the whole uh, game? I chose um, five premiums in Canigio that all five were over 600K. So I went big at, in my midfield. And of those five, they all performed admirably. They all went quite well. However, the ones that I was throwing in is like, oh, maybe these guys can be top 10 this year, went bang. And that's um, Paddy, Paddy Cripps yep. and Luke Parker, both of them. Oh, 100%. And those are the two that I was tossing up as, you know, maybe I'll drop a Matt Crouch to that. And they both outdone Matt Crouch, even though he got 41 posies and uh, 31 of those uncontested, but whatever. Well, I feel um, you. I went beams over Cripps. Yeah. So, oh, well. But Cripps is in my draft side. So I'm like, and you the, know what? I have a soft spot for know. guys. But now we, you can't as sideways, you know, though. As you yeah. know, I have a soft spot for guys in my draft side. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because you've got to back in your boys. I like going double down. Yeah. Because you know, it makes you feel good when they when they turn up. Nothing feels good like a double fist. <laughs> that's so you true. Gotta, you got to double that's, park that's, that. That's why you get the Golden Fist Award. Yeah, you got to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, look, yeah, Cripps was fantastic. Um... Uh, March also, Marchbank as oh. well. Great, great, like, great smoky well, draft selection yeah, for me. Well, yeah, Go. you picked him up in JLT. Yeah. And in the 18-man draft, you yep. actually picked him up for as, a, as a good yep. option. So, kudos to you Still there. Still going quite well. Um, and I think um, <coughs> Mr. Caddy actually played quite well, didn't he? Oh, he got like 80. Yeah. 84, maybe. But he kicked, I think, kicked three or four goals, which means, you know. Well, they won. Yeah. But if people are picking him for it to be a he's top play, six. He's 100% playing at a full forward. Oh. He's not. So the role 100%. has definitely changed for Caddy for those that have him. 
And actually, the guy that won um, Supercoach for the week has Caddy in his team. Oh. Which I was just like, you're that guy. You don't deserve it. No. You don't I'll deserve it. Give it a week. <laughs> so, whatever. But, uh, I thought... Um, Overall, good quality of football. Well, yeah, I actually thought that Nankervis did pretty well as well. Yeah. But Cruiser did go out for part of the game, so... Oh, yeah, well... You know. And again, so uh, Cruiser, uh, rumoured to be back next week. Hopefully. Um, so, hold him if you can. Hopefully. If you spent him... I mean, you do have options at Cruiser. Well, and actually, I hope, I hope he has a week off, Chris, because the guy investing in draft has him this week. Ah, so. of course. <laughs> One week off as a precaution. Well, I mean, this is the thing with... with um, There's no friends. With, yeah, <laughs> with, with Cruiser. If you didn't know before entering it that he had ankle issues, then that's your fault. And if you didn't know that his body's not going to be 100% and you didn't have a backup, that's, again, your fault. Um, you just need to have contingency plans for these guys. Like, like uh, you know, my stupid you know, Cox... Contingency with Nick Oh, but. don't even start. I literally, <laughs> five minutes in counting before Brisbane played, I'm like, right, Ben, I've been umming and ahhing. I was a bit busy, so I sort of, you know what, I'm like, I left it to the last minute. I'm like, okay, Ben, here's your decisions. I've got Nick Nat and Rory Lobb, or I've got Paddy Ryder and Christensen. And I was like, mm, well, you know, Lobb and Nick Nat could both end up being keepers. Yep. Or... I could stick to my structure and go one premium, like one guy I like in my heart I felt was going to be top two, and then a guy that can make money, and then I can then upgrade him to someone yep. else. The guy and that I you said, you, the guy that you said on air was going to out average any second rack by at least five points per game. That guy, yeah, the one that we didn't agree in terms <laughs> to. Is that, is that the one? Oh, we'll make terms. It's a bit late now. <laughs> Those terms will be horrible, my friend. Terms going to be, you know, you want, no, the, the public is going to sort you out, man. I don't even have to do anything. You watch, the followers will be like, oh, Ben, oh, wow. Ben, Ben, that up or shut up. Well, that'll be too many hands for the equipment I hold. <laughs> um, anyway, so look, in the end, bad choices all around for me. But look, still did admirably. Like, I'm in the like, 20,000. Not the best, but something yeah, to work we'll from. We'll go through how we scored towards um, the end of the pod. But- talking about upsetting, I would be very upset if I was taking Chris's advice earlier in the JLT and picking up Lambert. Oh, no, I don't think he played all that bad. Like, okay, so he had one really bad quarter. I think he had zero the first quarter or something. And, like, half time. He was yeah. basically non-existent. And then he finished on 71. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's not terrible. He was named on the ball and was running around. Uh, as, as he Here's the thing. He barely got a touch when Carlton were dominating the game and then literally got put, thrown forward and then... I, I will I will agree with you in, in some aspects there. He was actually working very hard and he was pushing very hard both ways. He was ways. actually leading He the, just wasn't getting the ball. One one thing that was great on the Fox footy was they were um, they had a uh, uh, run like a kilometre. Yeah, he was topping. Yeah, he was leading. So he was definitely working. And, and not in a homosexual way. No, no. <laughs> he was topping the charts. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I'm okay with... Okay, so your, your premium didn't score well that week. Do not trade Lambert because yeah, you you think that he's not a good scorer. He's not going to score you well. He will score well this year. It's just that one of those things. He just had an off night. He had a five of a night. Let's put it that way. Um, Speaking about a good night, um, I reckon when we look at the next game, Essendon versus Adelaide. P.S. I tipped Essendon. How'd you go? How the hell? Okay, so I get. <laughs> I get that you're an idiot. But why tip Essendon? Did you do it like six months ago and forget? No, no, no. Like, I did it. I actually had Adelaide pre-tipped, and then I looked at the ins and the outs, and I thought, well, you know, Tech's not there, um, Lynch not there, 
Crouch not there, like Brad Crouch. So I'm like, okay, look, I think, and they had a shorter preseason. So I thought Essendon, they won last year, first game against Hawks, and then kind of, yeah, did pretty well. So I thought I tipped them in an upset. And I was looking, it was looking really good. (laughs) Yeah. And Heppel, first round last year went nuts. So those thinking, oh my God, Heppel's such a great option. He did this round, I think he got a 135 round one last year. Yeah. And then average one. I remember who, but someone posted on Twitter. His first round totals for uh, like back to his rookie year, and they were all huge. Oh, huge. like he's he just goes big early. It's like people forget that he can like actually do something, and then after round one, they're like, "Oh, player. you know what? Yeah, yeah, so do I." But he only averages you like what a hundred and change. It's I mean, so. it's, it's a classic again. Like Zaharakis, you know, he falls under pressure like he'd going out of fashion, but. He had oh. no pressure on him. Like, Zaharakis is the origami master. Yeah, he is. He masters the origami. He's actually Zaharakis. He's actually Japanese for pro fold. Uh, pro fold. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's the pro league. It's, it's like it's not like second division or first division. It's the pro league. Well, Andy, um, Andy McGrath did uh, help some people out. He got yeah, one hundred and three. Oh, I think he played. And a fantastic again, in your, game. you have him in. Draft. I've got him in draft, but I had him on the bench and I couldn't get him on field either. Because oh, I would have to drop someone to the waiver that I didn't want to. Oh, no. Tough choices for well, Chris. Well, I've learned the hard way. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, mate. So I wasn't going to get about to get rid of someone just to get him on point. And I won by 100 points anyway. And so for those good. guys complaining about how we do our draft in actual, you know, not ladder, like snake order. You, yeah. You beat eight. Yeah. Chris was eighth and he beat second Nine. place. No, oh, eighth, I eighth. was, yeah, yeah. And he beat second place this week. Yeah, and Good on easily you, too, by the way. But, yeah, whatever. Yeah, if you're listening to it, which I know it's you probably about, are. It's about, yeah, it, it's it's more about the skill of picking and doing your research than it is about, oh, I've just got a high pick, so therefore I'm awesome. Um, like you. Anyway. Uh, um, Devin Smith, not bad, 93. Oh, look, I, I think I he think, played well, but he, he could have gone bigger. Oh, he could have definitely gone bigger. He had a bigger. very slow start, and then once, um, once Merrick got knocked out, then he, his score really started to elevate, but... I was really hoping that he would get... He actually got into positions that were good to, I suppose, even seagull the ball. Um, and a lot of times, the way that Essendon were moving the ball was just too quick. They were um, they were going long, straight, direct, and it was skipping out Smith, who was probably either that middle link man, um, which they would usually use. And it was great for Essendon to do that, but it would obviously adversely affected Smith's scoring. So that is what it is. Um, String, Stringer actually played well, even though he scored terribly. But uh, if you've got Stringer in your time, give yourself an up. Yeah, he, he did it. He did a couple things. Um, my man, uh, Miniguns Parish actually started really well and then kind of fell away. Yeah, he did as he, well. He, I think, I think, pretty sure a lot of times I saw him, he was actually on Sloan and a few other things, trying to you know learn from the best. And I think he'll be better for it. And his average will I skyrocket. Think he, I think eventually he's going to be a jet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wishful thinking for me. Um, but look, uh, so on who, the late side, things led. I mean, oh, my he man. started the game on fire and just continued on. fire. The guy's a jet. My man Laird. Yeah. Number one ranking in defense, Chris. Uh, sit number two, actually, because uh, Simpson with his 150. No, I meant overall for the year, remember? Oh, you, yeah. You put Yo, and I said no. Well, no, I think I think actually Yo, Yo, he turned, turned up, got 10 something. I don't care. I don't look at that. Could have been could have been more even, but um, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, Manny Gibbs. Crouch only got a 104. Yeah. A lot of possessions, though, Chris. Yeah, 41 with 31 uncontested. Oof. Um, Me- meanwhile... You look at the record holder, T. Mitch, the Titch. Yep. 54? Yeah, should have broke the 200. Yeah, yeah. How, how many disposals? Disposal fishing was How many disposals will he need to go 200? He had 29 contested disposals, I think. I don't care. That's insane. If you don't get anywhere near 180, you're doing it wrong. A lot of them were handballs, but at the end of the day, um, I was disappointed with Crouch because... I, I, that's a, that's a 120 any day of the week and he got a 105 because it was so uncontested. However, when I watched, um, when I was watching the game, 
a lot of the ones that were con- would be considered uncontested were in tight situations where Adelaide were in a scrimmage at, after a clearance, um, handball, 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 and Crouch is one of the guys in, a, in that handball chain, and therefore it's un- uncontested. But I wouldn't say he's like just sitting off the back of the pack, grab an easy ball. He was just on the end instead of getting the loose ball gets and hard ball gets that he would usually get. So um, a little bit different of a game for him, and I wasn't too happy with it, but what do you do? So, Chris, what do you take from uh, Murphy? Uh, in the forward line for Adelaide, rookie, game, yeah, look, 102k. But I mean, they did lose the game, so I didn't. They didn't really have the ball for as as forward as like Essendon really dominated the inside 50s. I reckon they dominated about 70 percent of the game, and Adelaide went 100%. On, on a little, and they went on a little heater. Adelaide is the sort of team that they Name kick drop. goals really quick. <laughs> yeah, they, they can, and that's what they did. They kicked goals. They got they got up ahead, yep. and then they stopped. And Murphy was there to apply for pressure, and any time that he was doing that, the only time that he was actually applying pressure was like I just saw him standing the mark. He was just standing there on the mark, uh, you know, pushing up towards because they were switching play around or whatever they were doing. Um, he didn't really get involved in the play much because he was playing out of a pocket. Yeah, that's going to happen as a small forward, but I didn't anticipate them having such little impact going forward. Yeah, and um, it's going to be another tough challenge, I think, with Richmond this week. But, um, you know, Chris and I, we spoke, you know, he's a small forward and they have a lot of tools already. So they have, um, yeah. you know, Tex and Lynch and all those other guys. So I don't know if Fog- Fogarty's very similar to one of those other guys, uh, Jenkins. Oh, uh, yeah, we, so we both Murphy, agree. Fogarty's going before. Murphy gives them something that Fogarty can't give them. Yeah. Um, so I think once it actually opens up and, you know, they do have a lot of games at home. So I think once it opens up and they get through these couple of tough opposition and then they get a couple of their boys back, I think Murphy will actually really benefit from having Tex and these other guys around. Yeah, uh, to get the I also from. agree. I mean, yeah, think of like the just the ground level ball that you can get with a Tex Walker in your yeah. side. He's going to just crash the packs and get have more loose ball on the ground. Same with the Tom Lynch. Yeah, you so know, I think you might have to actually wait until... Their tour was Jenkins yep. and, and Fogarty. Yep. So, yeah, and, and it's only the first round as well. So don't forget, when he plays three rounds and that price changes... By the fourth round, that score of 32 is out of the system. Yeah. So it's not going to matter too much. So hold him. If he's named already, he's on the forward flank. He's named. Yeah. Wait another week. They're versing Richmond. Like, don't... I wouldn't be too upset. If he gets named next week, he's 100K, so he's going to jump quickly anyway. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, Fogarty got 49, which was, you know, not much more. Or was considerably a little bit more. But at the end of the day... Yeah, but he also kicked a couple goals. Yeah. And snaked a few marks. He'll be gone. Goals, I don't so. reckon the Fogarty's going to be there in round three. So I don't reckon you're going to get a price rise out of him. And if you do, it's not going to be much. Yep. So, so what would you do with Zach Merritt, Chris? The, hold. The, the stupid people asking to get rid of him? Two things. First of all, shouldn't have picked him because he had a history of... Um, he, we, well, we, we highlighted this earlier. He was knocked out three times in the preseason. Well, apparently one of those, Chris, during the JLT where we thought he got knocked out, apparently it was just blurred vision, so they didn't want to take any risks. Okay. Uh, so when they were talking about it, because one of the commentators is like, you know, when, when he didn't come back saying, look, he's been knocked out a couple of times in the preseason, and he's like, oh, well, not really, because in the JLT he had blurred vision, so we just didn't put him back so out So what he's saying is, though, he's soft. And any knock to the head, he's gonna. He's not going to play the game. Well, he plays for Essendon. Well. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I couldn't no, help but it. It's true, though. Like, so, like, the reason why I'm not picking him is if one high tackle can literally send him off the field. Yeah. Or one, one, you know, one, takes one a mark brisk, and hits the ground. One brisk, windy day and a bit of a, a <laughs> yeah. side swipe That's, from a stick. I, those, those are going to impact his average year round. Yeah. Glass you know. jaw. Yeah. Gone. It's unfortunate, but... Um, when he's on field and he's not getting tackled, he's an amazing player. 
and he can score really well for Supercoach. But you can't sideways trade him now. You've, you've invested in him. Yep. He's still he's not going to change in price for you. You already have him in your side. Yeah. So his value isn't any less. The only value he has is if you go down to someone else. Yes. So, But what would you do, though, Chris, if he has another poor game? Let's just say he gets an 80 flat this week. And then his price is going to drop. He, he might go 80 this week because he's coming off a concussion. Yeah, exactly. So, so what then if his price is going to drop. But I don't care about the price drop. You've, you've, you've already you've already said, okay, I'm picking him because I believe yep. he's going to be a top 10. And yeah, and if you trade if you trade him out and then try and trade him back in, that's two trades for a 100K price drop, which isn't worth it anyway. It's not worth it, no. Nope. Um, trades are worth more than that, especially late end, and that's when you really want him. You don't really... It, I mean, don't Same get me wrong. Overall, if you're going for overall scoring, you probably shouldn't pick Merritt anyway. But if you're going for overall um, scoring, then potentially I could see why you would want to. But I still think you can give him another week at very least and see how you're going. Yep, no, so. I, I do agree. And uh, same as Nat Five, two percent of people getting rid of him. What? Yeah, yeah that's, just back, well, that's just actually dumb. Back your premiums, guys. There's at least a reason for merit. I can understand why you would think at least merit. Maybe back your premiums. Back him in. Let let Cox sit on the bench for a week. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk he, about that later. He's, he's, not, he's on a premium yeah. though, but uh, yeah, big difference. Um, okay, so apart from that, Chris, anyone else tickle your fancy or upset you? Um, look, I, I thought that it was interesting that, um, I mean, Doe D was really probably the only one that I was really regretful for the whole week. <laughs> I was never going to play um, Tim Kelly on field. I was always going to play Brayshaw. I was always going to play Holman. That was my plan. I only have two rookies on field. That was, was my plan from the start. However, I was very much tossing up between Dodi on field versus Norton, and I made the... I made the mistake of going do, uh, Norton on field. I went Norton on field instead I think of, a do- lot of people I put Dodie as emergency, yeah. and I'm like, well, and Murphy. So, so I'm like, well, there goes that. And in a game, in a game where, uh, especially in the first round, 50 points means a lot for your overall rank, um, and that would have taken me into uh, well into the 2300s. So um, I was a little bit upset about that, but yeah. Oh well, you live, you learn. The thing is, and this is what I said to um, one of the other guys that runs pages. I can't remember who I said it to. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember, but they'll probably remind us. Oh, man, um, Super, uh, Supercoach McGee. Yeah, Supercoach McGee. Uh, at the end of the day, you put people on your field, especially rookies, at this time of the year because of the what they did in the JLT. You have that the information that you have, and you make the best decision possible. The best decision possible is that he would probably um, be safer on field than a Dodie, and so would Murray, and so would uh, Finlayson, which is the other two that I went with. So... Uh, my bad. I'll put the hand up and say, look, I did the wrong thing. But, yeah, next week he's definitely going to be on the field. So we'll go from there. Yeah, Norton's on my bench this week. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So, uh, okay, let's get to the next game. we got Brisbane, my, oh. humble, my humble abode versus St. Kilda. Is it? Do you? Okay, so I have to ask you this as a supporter. Are you entirely sick of watching Brisbane outplay teams and then crumble? Because it was really frustrating to watch. I thought they were both very scratchy. They were honest. with the skills, but... Like you got Brisbane were literally winning all of, all of the clearances, yeah, all well, the stoppage work, getting the ball forward, and then St Kilda and then, were just and then crumbling. Yeah, St Kilda were just picking you apart with their foot skills, which they don't have fantastic foot skills. No. Well, here's so, the thing. So even uh, Fagan came out after the game saying they were focusing so much on contested ball, and they were winning it, but then because they were focusing on contested ball, they were kind of rushing themselves. So they were then getting it, rushing it, and they're going too fast. And then they were turning it over, yeah. And they weren't having the, you know, so they didn't have the, the clarity in mind to actually go, okay, contest the ball, and then kind of work your way through it. They'll just kind of go contest it, ah, and yeah. then they just butcher it. Um, and it was a, it was a pretty sloppy game. 
Um, it was, but I mean, I, I, it was an enjoyable watch of a game. Made, made me feel good teams. about um, my up and coming contender in Acres. Oh, well, for, I mean, for draft, he was uh, one of my smoky draft picks. I he don't was know. Contested ball after contested ball. Ooh, I'm hoping he will uh, improve. <laughs> um, as in, prove that throughout the year. Two things I couldn't work out. Okay, so again, this is but it's it's a slight on the way that the game played because they would so Brisbane would win the ball at the contest and then you'd have Billings and Stephen running into open space, always on their own. They were literally just running forward of the ball with, with pace, speed, using the ball really well, getting the ball into their forward line, goal assist or goals themselves. It was just the the Stevens and and, and Billings show. It was insane, particularly after halftime. Stevens, yeah, particularly because of- I don't have Billings, and I was just like, oh. "Stop it! Someone get on Billings!" Oh, I was getting so angry because you were first to yeah. go. I had Billings in draft. Oh, um, so angry. But yeah, look, I actually put Billings in my side. I was tempted to put um, Green over Billings or Green instead of Devin Smith. Yeah. I was going to go the three premiums, three rook approach. Um, but I thought, no, no, like as in cheaper wins, you know, yeah, as yeah. it is. And I wasn't sure how Green would start, but obviously, you know, kudos to him for starting that way. Yeah. Uh, Billings, uh, I am a big fan of. I think he looked very good. Again, they're versing Brisbane, but next week, North Melbourne. Again, that's why yeah. I chose some of these players. Bang, bang. There's gonna they're gonna have a price rise, that's for sure. And and yep. look, I think Jack Stephen played one of the best games I've seen him play. He yep. absolutely yeah, just particularly ran after right. after half time, he oh. kicked a couple of like when it was in the balance, he kicked a couple he, of bang, he was the he, decisive factor. Yeah, and he kicked a couple of big goals and it went boom, see you later, price rise. Yep. Uh he went nuts. Jared Berry, uh I was very, 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 very interested to see. He literally lined up at every center stop center oh, clearance. It was huge. Um and he was playing a, a very heavily around the ball. Didn't score heavily, but I'd love to see his price. It looks like they're going to be playing him in there permanently. I was looking at draft, and he did line up. He had a lot of contested possessions in the midfield. Yeah. And the funny thing was, he, he was kicking more than handballs. I had a look at his heat map, because uh, that's what I like to do. forward for a goal as yeah, well. And he, yeah, but he only had like, I think it was like 19 disposals or something for a 104. He yeah. didn't have a lot, a lot of, of contested disposals. ball. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Um, Steph Martin, the third best ruck of the weekend. Just got to highlight that guy's third best, just so you know. Well, that's one for um, our boys. Yeah, I think he got 111. He was scaled too. So uh, good, good option. Um, played against Billy Longer, who didn't really want to be there. Look, it looked like oh. he was completely out of touch, had I no think, idea where he was. I think it was part of the terms and conditions oh. when Longer left Brisbane to yep. just sput it up anytime he plays them. Yeah, probably <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You're contractually obligated. I know, for four years. That would like, be great if you got that to everyone that left Brisbane, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> it would It would actually be really nice. Um, and um, he's like, "What? can I just sput it up for two years? And like, no, nah, no, nah, mate, a little bit longer. No, no. Uh, it's a couple of people I want to just highlight as well. So, yeah. A little bit longer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Shane Savage, so... Um, I think he had 20 at half time and then managed ah, to finish on 87. Lucky, um, good scrape. Yeah, well, Matt uh, Matt Grimston, one of our, our followers on Facebook, said it's his, na- his name now is Shane Salvage. Yes, he's salvage, salvage not savage. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, that pretty was very good. good, actually. Kudos to that. And Armo gets, gets you a 79. Look, that's what Armo's going to do. Um, I don't know if you expected more. Why would you? Um, Stevens was uh, tagging and he tags Orko. So that's uh, 100% what happened. And I, scores. I dumped him from a draft team this week. Stevens, well, yep. if he's going to be tagging. Yep, see you later. Yeah, yeah bye-bye. Um, and, uh, yeah, that doesn't really bode well for his job security either. Rich I feel. done for a while. Have you heard about Yeah, what, so Rich. Um, ankle? Rich is now poor. Yeah, <laughs> Rich. <laughs> In the stock market. Uh, rich line, poor line. <laughs> and it's funny because um, one of the guys was laughing, I think, at Chris for picking Cox, and then he's like, oh, I should have listened to you boys because we did warn you. Yeah, Chris rich. in particular... Rich, bad option. Yeah, and Tom Bell. 
And, but and, and, there and was Caddy, at least Caddy scraped an eighty. There was, a, I think, I think Tom Bell was on eight at half time. Was so, <laughs> so impressive. He, he tried to mark it with his elbows, Chris. I was ball. Trying to mark with his was, elbows, like seriously. Point. There was a comedy of errors, and like three or four of them were directly and, <laughs> like. And even more, Bell. even more funny. I I missed the first half because I was taking the missus to a hen's party. Oh, uh, oh, hey, hey. oh. I know. I missed the first half of oh, the team. Stopping her off so we can. And watch even the, the commentators well were just done. commentators were just ripping it. He's a complete spud, Commentators don't normally rip on players, but they were just laughing at Belt, like, hard out. And I was like, yes, he's I next approve. level shit. Like, it's so, he's so bad. Um, I was actually disappointed with Christensen. However, he picked up his scores later in the game. And he was, again, he, he looked was rusty. out of touch. Yeah, he, but his disposal was just of, off. A couple of games. That's not too bad considering. Like, it's still yeah. bad. But he's one of those guys that can get you 61 week and then go 100-100. He does fluctuate a bit. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a couple of big 100 games and then I'll trade him out. We might, have to, we might have to adjust his averages or his projected averages for the season because he no longer can just duck into contests and get head high contact. So um, I saw That's him do true. that a couple of times and they didn't call a free kick. And I'm like... Damn it! <laughs> like I, I actually like that rule, but stop it! <laughs> You're ruining my super coach. Um, yeah, I think he needs to take some uh, pointers. I think, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, uh, Charlie Cameron. Or go to church and pray because <laughs> he's Christian. Christian. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Thank you. Um, Charlie Cameron was playing out a full forward at times, and well, here's as a thing. hit up lead, lead up target. Charlie Cameron kicked like four goals and still only scored you eighty. Yeah, well, he's an impact player. Yep. So he's a Sirioli type player. He's not going to be a, a really great. He's not going to kick four goals every week. No. He's not Eddie Betts. No. Do you way. know what I mean? Like Eddie Betts can average your eighty and stuff. So Cameron did well. I think he averaged eighty six one year for a couple of big games at Adelaide, but they were like dominating. Brisbane four goals, eighty points. No thanks. Move on. Yeah. No, I'm not a fan. And I like I'm him. Not... I think he offers good pressure for Brisbane, but for Supercoach and for yeah. draft. Don't be chasing him in your side. Don't be breaking my heart. I don't know why I said that. Um, You're still stuck up with Collingwood song. Yeah, I would like to say uh, in in it overall, it was a great game to watch. Um, it was actually really really contested, um, and I enjoyed myself. That the score actually probably wasn't a true reflection of how close it was. No, because for a large point portion of the game, there was one or two goals in it. So. Uh, just a quick shout out as well. Squeezy Taylor backed up his JLT with a ninety five. Yeah, uh, very impressive. And uh, Luke Hodge turning back the clock with a ninety four. Uh, well, I think someone's got to get the ball in the back line. At times, I think he looked really frustrated. Oh. Because <laughs> please play for Brisbane, Chris. Give oh, it time. I'll tell you what. Give He's it time. Got, I reckon he gets back into the club club rooms afterwards and just tears shreds off some no, of the No, no, give it give it time. He will get back into the club rooms, he'll sink a couple of bevies, and then he'll just go, you know what? We're, we're good here. We're they're good. rebuilding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just give them some tips. I don't think he really players. realized how bad they were, but yeah. Well, I was frustrated because Beams was on like fifty five at half time. And I was like, Okay, I can handle hundred and ten. And you know what he did? Nothing. <laughs> he did, he did nothing. nothing. He did nothing. <laughs> Uh, look, I, again, you got to hold beams. you got to give him a chance. Maybe He's, maybe the occasion overwhelmed him. Maybe he was in a glass cage of emotion. I'm in a glass cage of emotion. <laughs> uh, look, I actually, I think it was more that his disposals, again, they weren't hitting targets more than he actually didn't get the ball. So it's, um, I didn't see him as having a bad game. I just thought it wasn't very effective game, which that's going to impact a super coach. So, well. What, 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 it is what you make of it. All right, well, let's get to the game that I would rather regret. Excellent. Um, the game that hurt Paddy Ryder. Uh, oh. Port versus Fremantle. Fremantle looked horrible. No, they did look beyond... Like, they what, looked like, fantastic I've, I've in the JLT. I've heard commentators talking already. Why would you put Daniel Pierce 
in your side? Are you rebuilding or are you trying to have like some retirement party? I don't know. Seriously. Him and Ross must get along. That's all I can think of. Seriously, um, he must have he must have like shared his tinny for the week or something. I there was a lot of there was a, a lot of old old um, Frio in this game that I didn't like watching. Um, the new Frio that we saw in the JLT, they were aggressive. They moved the ball well. Um, Fife played well. <laughs> you well, know, yeah, um, and well, Fife played a lot of forward. Yeah, as well. I don't, again, um, just don't know what they were doing in this game. It just didn't really make sense to me. Um, what are they doing? I never know what they're doing what up they're there. Doing. <laughs> Ma, the meatloaf. Um, Sandy uh, with the top with score first, for free. First time. Uh, like, it wasn't amazing, but it was a great score for my draft team. I don't know if you uh, well, remember me. Paddy Ryder went off and had bloody- Yeah, exactly. As soon as Ryder went off. Uh, having said that, though, there was an awesome photo. Paddy Ryder was doing well. Was Sandy like literally just holding Ryder off and just tapping it down. <laughs> uh, so he's yeah. just huge. The guy's massive. And Charlie Dixon was doing nothing for at least a half a game and then yeah. came out with a 109. Which, no. Nah, and, and, oh, and then Franklin. Yeah. I don't, you're not winning that bet. No, no. It's yeah, one bet that's one bet. That's uh, fair cool. Mr. Forgets Franklin, the eight man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but We'll talk about Franklin later because I want to cry into my bowl, bowl of cereal later. So Okay, so Chris, let's go into Mr. Boner. Mr. Boner himself. Boner. Very impressive. Um, Very impressive. I was getting tweeted all over the place about his impressive start to the game. I think he had four or five possessions. Do you in call the it tweeting? I call it twatting. Twatting. Is <laughs> <laughs> that me changing it? Are you, are you the new... No, it was like Owen Wilson. It was in um, uh, the one where they go for Google. It was like, you call it tweeting? I call uh, it twatting. Inter- inter- yeah, internship. internship. Yeah, that's, I, I love that movie. Pretty sure yeah. it's that movie, yeah. yeah. We're in a blender and we're trying to get out of the blender. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what? First we're in a blender, now we're saving lives? What? What? <laughs> Dude, that could be us. We could be those guys. Yeah, you put it on the line. You On the line? On the, no, yeah, online. On yeah, the yeah. line. So you put it on the line. That's <laughs> a real gonna, thing. Take this photo, we're going to put it online. Yeah, there's already that thing. It's called Instagram. No, no, but we're, we're taking it on the line. <laughs> okay, cool. We're getting off point. Um, look, Bonner. Um, Bonner. Uh, sorry, I probably should. What would you do it. with draft? And I mean, not draft. Um, he's gone to standard. Draft. Standard. If you picked him, you are an absolute god, and I, I literally lift a cap to you, sir. Fantastic choice. He didn't show that in the JLT. Um, he did show a maybe 75, 80 that he could potentially average, which well, is what I think he's going to average. I think he showed you a peep in the JLT, Chris. He's, yeah. a, he's a peeper. The boner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been sick, you've been sick this week, and he's just been sitting at home and just writing puns. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, wait till we get to boner. <laughs> number one, number one boner. What can we say? Yes. Um, look, very impressive. His run and carry was awesome. He will get shut down at some point during the season. Someone will say. Uh, you can't just let someone just run through the lines like that, and that's going to happen. But yeah. until that happens, great. What you cannot do, in my opinion, is trade to him because he's going to cost you three trades. He's not one trade. He's uh, one trade and then a downgrade and an upgrade because he's not going to be a keeper. Like, Can you see him being a keeper? No. Nope. I can't. I, I can't see him averaging 92, 93, which well, means he's not a keeper. Based on the way that Australia's playing in the cricket at the moment, they could use a keeper. <laughs> That's true. They could use about four or five players. <laughs> Maybe a captain as well. El Capitan. <laughs> oh yeah. That's let's not, let's not go. Yeah, let's not talk show. about cricket. I'll rant. Oh jeez. I, I can too. I'll be. I'll be on it. Um, look. Uh, so to me, if you think he could average you 92, 93, go for it because. Honestly, that's the best value premium, like top six defender you're going to get. For me, I don't think he's going to. I, I think, think he's probably going to start. 80. I think you have to start with him. Not um, to mention, he's not. He's probably only going to play his six rounds of football, seven rounds of football. I think he'll still play, but then the role might change yeah. once Pittard and those guys once come Pittard back. Once Pittard comes back, his role's not going to be the same. So we, we, we had a bit of a discussion t- with this earlier, and we we're kind of linking him to. 
uh, was it the first round? Matura. Matura. And he came out and had a big score last year, and people jumped on him like yep. a... Yeah, he's just, breaking out. Oh, jumped on him, and literally... But, again, he's had one big game, so by the time he hits round four, this game's out of his cycle anyway. So he'll have one big price hike, um, and, and he done. might he might give you a couple of good weeks, but let's just see how he goes. I would wait. He'll make least. he'll make you money, but it's not going to be worth three trades. If you're no dead, player is no, worth. If three you're trades. dead set on him, and regardless of what anyone says, and you want him in your side, wait a week. Yep. If he goes bang bang, then at least then, you have more. Then I can see okay, then maybe more value. or maybe if you get a hundred k, you go a rider to a Nick Nat, and you got a hundred k for from, and Norton. Say Norton to, say, yeah, Norton, yeah. Say Norton spuds it up again with another twenty five. Well, if, if Norton does spud up, you got to get him out because he's yeah. actually going to lose you money. Correct. So. Um, I, I look, it, you just can't this week. So just hold the phone on your boner, on your boner, maybe, and get your dicks on. This is the next player, Dixon. Dixon. Yeah, sorry, I'm not as good as puns as you are, but no, I'm no, not, that was actually very good. good Chris. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, except except you kind of casual paused, five, casual five. Except you kind of paused for for you know momentum, but I didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't feel it. <laughs> that was a small dick joke. Yes. <laughs> Move on. From uh, the yeah, all right, cool. We're, we're over it. Um, okay. Look, so, yeah, Dixon went well because he uh, he did actually get into the ruck a bit. Yep. Um, same with Westhoff. And, again, I'm really impressed with Westhoff. Sometimes he just goes bang. Like, ridiculous. Um, right at the top, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I see that. I was looking down the list of um, Paddy Ryder. Um, yeah, Rockcliffe. Chris made his Rocky. captain in draft this week, everyone. Yeah. So, look, I, I made a mistake, and I actually didn't look. So, before draft lockout, um, or before draft happened, I, I just put the vice on. Um, crouch and put the captain on um, on Rocky without even thinking. But then when I think about it, I probably wouldn't have liked a 105 captain choice when I had Rocky there anyway. Yeah. So I probably would have gone him. So I can't really blame anyone. But that was a <coughs> bit of a spud game. We'll let him off with a warning. And uh, Well, yeah, he, he did worse than Beams. And I'll yeah, look, with Beams uh, what do you expect? He's playing his first game back from football. Didn't play any preseason games or trial games. Uh, I think I actually played one uh, intra-club game. Yep. And he's going to probably walk, work into fitness a little bit. So you might see him have more midfield time next week, but he was definitely playing out of forward with a couple of stints through mids, and, and that is what it is. Well, just to break in here, Chris, Natty Fife did pretty bad for Fifey standards. I can't believe 2% of people are getting him out. Did they no, not remember he, he averaged 120-plus at the back end of last year? Yeah. You don't trade your premiums, people. The guy had 162 weeks ago. Do not trade Nat Fife because he gets you a 74. Yeah. Literally, dumb. he will still average well over the season. And then what if he comes out for a 170 this week and you're like, oh, I'll bring him back in. Oh, yeah. I should. Oh. Who, who drafted Fife? Was it? Uh, Stuart. Stuart. Yeah. yeah. I hope he does I should contact him and see if he wants to trade. I'll give him <laughs> something, a lowball offer. <laughs> I'll give you a back crouch. Um, um, yeah, look, Neil again, like no one really from, it was such a domination. Yeah, Walters like, only got like an 81. Even or so, Oh, the other one down. I want to touch on for Port. So Dom Barry. Didn't score very well, and he's a rookie. Um, but he actually got the ball quite a lot. His use was really be below his standards. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be upset if he gets dropped this week because I think he actually got into the right spots. He was sprinting forward with the ball. He was giving them run all over the park, and unfortunately, he just didn't use the ball well when he actually got it. Um, or they didn't look for him when he was in the right spot, which was really disappointing. They probably just didn't need that extra run, but... Um, yeah, so I think he'll still hopefully get another run next week. And it, I think he's got a few weeks left in him. Yeah. But I'm really and hoping that he can at least hit some good scores kind of in the coming weeks. Yeah, I think he'll get, you know, a bit of um, continuity into his game as well. So yeah. this week might not be a Again, good week. Again, do not sideways trade as rookies. It's week one. Do not do it. No. Week two is that. That's, that's, Wait yeah. a week. 
Uh, yep. Even then, I still have a lot of uh, hope and promise with Barrett if he keeps getting games. Yep. Uh, all it takes is a couple of good games, and literally his price will go bang. So, yep. um, you know, just um, hold on to that one. Let's get into this one, Chris. It's North vs. Gold Coast. Not much to take out of it because it was probably the wettest game I think I've ever seen. It was close to being called off, apparently. Yeah. And um, was monitored during the game. Like, it was messy. Yeah, well... Uh, I'm, I, it's a fixturing issue that they're having at the moment with the Gold Coast because they usually wouldn't play Cairns this time of the year, this early, and it's still wet season in Cairns. Yep. Um, and, the, of course, the biggest issue, really, at the end of the day, is the, well, yeah, the Gold Coast, they, they, they played up there because of the, the Commonwealth Games, so they can't play at Metricon right now. Um, so yep. that makes sense. Pretty uh, sure it's like a sprint track right now. Someone's so. got to say... Hey, I don't think Cairns is the right location for this game. Yeah, I think they will. Someone put I think they will now, there. Chris. I think they will like, now. It's that was just stupid fixturing. Like the AFL, someone stuffed up. Hopefully, they lost their job. No, I'm kidding. It's not that bad. Um, I was really interested with Goldie. He actually turned up in the first three quarters and then just trailed the entire. I don't know. Someone else can tell me because I didn't catch the end of that game because I was watching. I think it was on at the exact same time as the Collingwood Hawthorne. Yeah, it was, and yeah. I I was just literally gla- like glancing over. Watching this game as so pretty much I went to the pub and had one big screen Collingwood Hawks with sound and then underneath it was this wet piss match. That <laughs> <laughs> probably no and one was watching. It was, it on, it, like the Nifu, it yeah. was on TV yeah. in Queensland. I'm like, no one wants to watch that. No, it's going to be horrible. So no we went to the pub. Yeah, um, and Wits ended up going a, a one thirty three, I believe, after scaling. So. Yeah, Wits went well. So David Swallow again, one guy tipped to average one hundred five, did pretty well. Wet weather game. Wet weather game. Hey, caution. So with Holman, that's the reason why I had Holman yeah. on. Oh, field Holman just had tackles galore. Yeah. He had the most tackles of the weekend. I think fourteen tackle machine. Uh, insane. Uh, yeah. And which got him like I think sixty of his points or something or yeah. something stupid so uh look you well, know, there wasn't much clean position was, it wasn't too sure. much to note from this i mean you look at um you know some of the guys that are normally good for ball use uh so you're looking like yeah tom lynch did look pretty good considering but again big boy aaron, um, aaron young was quite uh fiorini didn't do so good got like an nah, 88 because i mean those guys are more your skilled users and, and even your darcy mcpherson and guys like that that if you're hoping for something special out of those guys. Yeah. Not, it's so, not, and like Luke, Luke McDonald it. with the Thunderboot, like it wasn't going to suit him at all. No. Nah. Uh, so I think we just move on from this, Chris. I there wasn't see some much more, you can take out no, of it. No, I want to see all. some more data on that one. Um, and yeah, I think pretty much it was just very scrappy. So. I think if you, again, draft Smokies on this, especially there's so many Gold Coast players that are really nice draft Smokies. We, um, Aaron Young, turned up and we've got, uh, we, we picked him up in a 18-team league. Uh, as our last selection on the bench. That's how, like, crazy that selection was. Um, so he really scored well for us. Um, uh, other players that you can you could look at just as a Fiorini as well. Um, I think he went really late in that league, but he was still available in our 10 men. Did you pick up Fiorini? Who, who picked I got up? Fiorini, yeah, you yep. picked him up? Yep, yep, yep. So there's, so there's some Gold Coast players that, uh, that uh, can Fier- score Fierini quite well. Fiorini keeps his spot. Uh, Kobe Stevens is gone, I think, because they're trying to make room for Dunstan and... Those kind of guys as well, and yeah. a- like they're talking about Acres and you know like all these other guys doing too well to keep him out. Yeah. Um. So they're like, well, he'll have to go inside, and uh, I think Kobe's the weak man for that one. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's move on to the uh, the next oh, game. The Hawks and Collingwood. Yeah. Keep it short. Ah, uh, look. I mean, there's not much to take out of that either, is there? Oh, what? I don't. I mean, look. I just didn't. Gunston did well. P.S. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Titch, look, I think anyone could have done well uh, against that Collingwood side. So, like, I fer- I get it. Titch has done well against Collingwood in the past, but I don't know how you can turn down like a one thirty eight, one thirty nine from Dusty. And some people did. They're like, oh, they just rolled the dice and it worked for them. Good on you. But you know, I uh, think- look, it's an extra 20, 20 yeah. some points at the end of the day. But 
Like, cool. Like, great. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. I would ne- never, ever, I would never, ever risk that. If I've got a 139, I'm locking it in. I, if I've got anything over 130, that's my on a vice. I'm, I'm, I'm banking it. Sorry, but that's just me. Um, a lot of people just didn't run. You see, here's, here was my thing. Here was the, the comedy of areas that led me to this discovery is that um, if I had have stuck with Dangerfield, um, I wouldn't have had Dusty because my Dusty was the one that I wasn't going to run. Um, so I would have had Danger and then I would have had to play him on the pine and then I would have played Tim Kelly on field, which I didn't. I, did, I played Tim Kelly was on the pine, so I missed out on 119 points there, um, which would have been... A fairly an awesome rookie score, Should have or a what subpar, I, oh, it was an amazing rookie yeah. score. Um, and then I would have, uh, I would have viced uh, Fife, and I would have captained Titch. So one, one man I did think was going to do well in this game in particular is because of the uh, horrible forwards at Collingwood, uh, Sicily. So I wasn't surprised yeah. that he did really well. well I, I'm more interested to see how he does I almost, in the next two okay, weeks. Okay, so before before kickoff, I almost traded Sicily and um, Cox out of my team, both of them. For who? Well, because and it was just sort of last minute jitters. The reason was it was rumored to absolutely pour down at the G, and they're marking that their marking power is what scores the points. Right. So I thought to myself, well, Cox isn't probably going to mark a thing. Um, you know, Sicily, if if it's going to be a wet weather game, he's not going to score very well. Um, is it is it the right decision to do this? And they went, no. Look at the overall season picture. Back and back him in, and I did it anyway. Sicily, luckily. Didn't matter about the conditions. It was a slippery night. Made up for but Cox. Really, the only one that had slippery hands was Mason Cox, who yep. could not nail a single mark. Yeah, I don't think he even took a mark for the entire night. Uncontested marks he was dropping. It was like a bar of soap to him. Like he just looked like a completely different player <coughs> than the player two weeks earlier in the against the Bulldogs. I thought Amira looked pretty good without overdoing it. Again, like, his, his, yeah. his role was good. I mean, like yeah. then he didn't set the world on fire. Yep. But um. Yeah, but apart from that, I don't think much. Pendle like, played quite well, actually. Yeah. He played. A, he was definitely the best and on ground Tra- for Pies. Yeah, he was, and Trelaw did enough without setting the world on fire. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, Collingwood in general really just fell away. Um, they showed glimpses, but didn't they didn't show up. it for long enough. No. Didn't even rock up. And now they've got GWS this week, Chris, which is going to be probably one of the biggest tests of all, even though it is at home. Yeah. Um, look, I think that, uh, again, Collingwood are just going to get absolutely axed in the first part of the season. I will probably end up training out Cox because he's got suspended for this week. Um, and I know that that probably goes against most things that I say. <coughs> um, but I, throughout the entire preseason, I had my eyes on Rory Lobb and I wanted to see what I he I nearly put produce. him in there. He was only on like 2.3% Well, I didn't want to put him in without seeing anything out of him. He didn't play any of the JLT. I, nearly, no real I, nearly, I nearly took the risk. It we was didn't only even, 2%. We didn't even know if he was going to play until Friday night when they because he was on an extended bench. Yeah, and I was like, no, there's no way they yeah. are putting him on the extended. Like, as in, he was going to be playing Ruck. Yeah. Basically, Patton is not a Ruck. So I'm like, okay, so Lobb's gonna, playing Ruck. And he Simpson did first also, and first and about. Yeah, well, Simpson and Lobb were both named on the extended bench. Yeah. So I thought I didn't even know. And then I put too much uncertainty in my head, and then I was like, no, nah, whatever. So I'm go- I went with I went with Cox as the option. Um, I If if or in the preseason, if Rory Lobb was forward Ruck, he would be the. I think it'd be in most people's teams. He'd be in forty to fifty percent of teams, right? 
He's got the potential to average 95 as a forward. Oh, if he was forward ruck, it'd solve like so oh, many conundrums. He'd be in everyone's team. 100%. So, I mean, then that's I would what just, I look I would, for out of I the box. I would box. just put him in, well, it's a bit hard to say, yeah. in a ruck instead of rider, but then... Mm. Well, I mean, it, it could even be, like, it could be that sort of wit selection, but anyway, he's, he's 400k. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, we don't get those marbles. So I am thinking of going um, to him, and I've got the cash I think Murray it, got, so. like, low 70s, so that was pretty good for a defence. Yeah. Um, first game. He actually and, played really well as yeah, well. Yeah, and I think even Buckley was saying, like, you know, those guys that came in could hold their head up high. Um, Stevenson like, actually yeah, Stevenson played, as well. I think he just got just over oh, 60, I think. Yeah, or so 69 60. or something like that, or uh, 61 maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was actually pretty happy with how they did, which shows, I think, that they'll get another round. Yeah, um, I mean, I spoke about this to JB from Dr. Supercoach today, but um, 10, uh, 10 players from GWS scored 87 or above with um, eight of them in the hundreds. Um, one of them was Toby Green, who played... Like he'd never left and like he never broke his toe. Oh. One thing that really, really annoyed me was that I, I, all preseason, there's all these guys with inter- interrupted preseasons. All of them were forwards. So you had uh, Toby Green, Billings, um, Heaney, Franklin, all of them, right? They're probably your four best forwards of the round. And they all came off uh, interrupted preseasons. And I went, I want to wait and see. And they went bang. Every single one of them. Yep. So. Uh, this is me being stupid. I just thought, nah, they're probably going to start slowing work their way into it, and they all went bang. So well, nah, that's me being that's, stupid. That's fair, Chris, because, I mean, you didn't score terribly over, overall, but, yeah. Chris was, like, taking his Thailand analogy and waiting till he sees. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just going for it. <laughs> that's impressive. Thank you. I, re- I respect that. But, yes, that would happen You need some data, well. Chris. You have to open those curtains. <laughs> just got to peel it back a little bit. Yeah. Just to see what you're working with. Oh, wow. You mean foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, anyway. Sometimes I'm not sure if we, we need to click that, like, profanity filter. No, no, no. That, 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 that's a joke for the... um for The, the highbrows. Yeah. Yeah, the, it's highbrows. No, for the, the person that complained that time, remember? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's a yeah. joke for you yeah, if yeah. you're still paying attention. Uh, but, you know, he went he went absolutely nuts. Coniglio. Uh, wow. Coniglio, hello. special. And this was a great I, week. I can underscore. Do you know what actually happened when I noticed the scores? There were so many GWS players scoring around the same points because they were all playing really well that their scores started plateau and there was no scaling. See, what usually happens in a team like where there's one or two stars is they go big and then everyone else is sort of that 100 mark or 90 mark or whatever. But there were so many players performing that it, I think it impacted scaling to the point where, you know, Caniglio couldn't get much higher. Shield couldn't get much higher. Green, uh, Whitfield played really well. Just Cameron show, kicked six goals, seven goals. I think it was just to show how bad the dogs did, to be honest. Yeah. McRae is the only guy that can hold his head up high, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. And Lucky Hunter, God knows how he got in the outside ball. Yeah. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> like, God I knows. think he actually, he actually, actually, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. Hunter actually was in the contest a little bit. What's well, round one? Well, Give him time. Maybe they, actually, it was more probably hospital balls. He was getting handballed the ball in a situation where he was free. But they were like looping hospital balls, and he's like, "I don't know what I'm going to do here. I'm about to get tackled." Oh, <laughs> so Chris, I put out a little tweet after this game. I was like, "Hashtag blessed," and that's all that I needed to say. That's pretty much all you needed Caniglia to say. Caniglia and Shaw, I think it was like what uh, two forty one between them. Yeah, Shaw. Happy days. Shaw, look, the impressive part about Shaw was this: he scored that well without any kickouts. He did not take a single kickout for the night or for the. It was daytime, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Didn't take a so Finlayson took most of the kickouts and Whitfield took a couple. If he did take a couple, great, he took a, a couple, but he wasn't the main person from kickouts. He was playing in a back pocket, but he was that sweeper, um, uh, playing a, very much a quarterback style 
uh, taking uncontested possessions, taking some contested, but his use was very good. I think he went by about 90%. Um, Can I just say, Chris, for that person well. that asked us, and I think we touched on this on a podcast as well. I don't know if we did, actually. Why aren't people talking about Delidio? <laughs> well, he's got 44 and another reason as to and, why. And that 44 points, I reckon 40 of them were scored in the second half. I reckon he went a, a whole well, they half. Saved, they probably 20. saved his calves, I think. Oh, they, well, because he was moved into midfield. Once I think once they realised, yeah, they've they've got this game in the bag, yeah. they're like, yeah, Delito, go get the ball. And I sent out a tweet earlier this week, Chris, uh, looking at Taranto. So yeah. uh, Scully wasn't in, Hopper wasn't playing. He actually did really well. I thought he played really well. He got a lot of the ball too, but I mean, not like there's a lot of... Yes. There was a lot of GDOS players that got a lot of the ball, so... There was. Um, so he's one that, you know, I think he did very well, but at the same time... Um, I'd be looking for those guys to come back in and whether that affects his role. So for draft, anyway, I would be watching and uh, waiting yeah, for that one. Yeah, I think, uh, is it um, Scully and Hopper? Yep. Potential ins this week for the GBWS. So see how we go there. Um, look, uh, McRae, the only real shining light out of the, um, out of the doggies. Um, 120, again. I, well, I, don't I, know. I don't know about that, Chris. Well, okay. I think, I think Libba's seeing stars <laughs> as a shining light. He's, he's he's definitely seeing something. Jesus, he's probably under on the laughing. Poor guy. Bit. Look, really, Poor guy. really unlucky. And and look, he seems like a, a real nice bloke. So I don't want to. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna pot him. But what do you? Yeah, mean, we account? also like to have fun as well. <laughs> so. What are you doing? His account numbers? Like, what's going on? Um, yeah. So look, like seriously, North. I actually backed him in to win this week. Uh, against West Coast at home. I think they really need to bounce back. English was impressive. The doggies, um, you reckon? Yes, the yeah. doggies. And I think um, they've also come in, um, I think, they're backing... God knows why. They're backing in English and... Um, Red Trengove. Path, I think it is. Trengove. Yeah, yeah. To, to go against Nick Nat. And yeah. that's another reason why I'm actually There is no way that the, that the dogs win this week against Nick Nat. That guy came back. The best comeback game I think I've ever seen. I think the Dogs will win the game, but I think Nick Nat will actually go to town. No, no chance. I think Nick Nat this week is... I actually had a look at Nick Nat's um, opponents over the next uh, few weeks. And, mate, you want Nick Nat on your side. Well, he is. I'm I have right gone now. right up to Nick Nat because it frees up some money to make some adjustments. Yep. Um, by the time, by the time let me get, get my briefcase. By the time we go to West Coast, I will tell you all about Nick Nat's next opponents over the next eight weeks. Chris has got his sales voice ready. He's got his briefcase in hand. <laughs> yes, it's happening. Why do you have a pink briefcase, Chris? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's black. It, it's boring. It's, it's Chris. It's soft. It's black. <laughs> it's boring. It's Chris. And it's it's um it's salmon. So yeah, whatever. Um, McRae though. Yeah, you know what I love. Okay, so we got called out in the we got called out in the preseason for saying that um McRae's a, a good pod over a Bontempelli or over a Pendles or blah blah. He basically smoked them. He yeah. played a brilliant for, freaking game. For the 12% that own Bontempelli, that's a 63, I think. Yeah, and there's scaling. less than 1% that own, own McRae. So you know what? Go suck a fuck. Sorry. What right. that suck a fuck? <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense, Chris. Okay. If you got an insult. What, that's from a movie. I'm sure it is. Um, but yeah, I, I was just really like, like people were really <laughs> aggressive towards us about that. You can that say anything too. you want, go. I'm sure it's from a movie. Yeah, I was like, Even though it's not. I mean, look, fair Sounds provocative. Fair enough if you literally just make outlandish statements as a joke. That's fine. But well, don't my, make outlandish statements as like, no, that's serious. Here's You're my outlandish statement. Max Gorn is great at kicking for goal inside 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, he actually usually is pretty good from that No, he said he's horrible mm. normally at that range. Oh, really? In 30 metres, yeah. Oh, so they must have been playing on him then. Outside, further out. He's, oh, um, yeah. I, I thought he had a really good game, though. Uh, good old Max. Oh, he, yeah, he, he, he definitely The second half, though. And here's the funny thing. I tipped Geelong. 
Um, and I Geelong as well. it was Joel Selwood's 250th or whatever it was. I'm like, look, they're going to do well. And they started very well. And Melbourne were just kind of butchering it a little, but they kept staying in the contest. So Geelong, I was a bit worried how Geelong would, were going to find scores, but they managed to. Yeah. And then Melbourne, as they do, they have a one quarter where they just leak some points. And that was, I think, the second quarter. And then they pulled it back, and they looked very impressive on the back end, and they really stuck it to Geelong. Yep. Menzel had two shots to easily seal the, like, seal the game. They could have yeah. been 18 Geelong points ahead. Geelong could have had the game in the bag with four minutes to they go. They could have been they, 18 they points ahead. They bottled some shots, yeah. 18 points ahead instead of eight. And yep. then what happens? Mama kicks a goal, and then they could there have won the some hurt Melbourne players. Oh, you didn't deserve to win. I'm like, well, to be honest... Geelong kicked themselves out of that game. 100%. They had two out in the fools in the last minute of the game to give the uh, possession back to... Oh, and Abler Melbourne. was rusty with a casual yeah. 39. Oh, mate. I put a $50 bonus bet on uh, for Ned's PS. Um, on Ablett for most disposals, and he drew with Selwood because yeah. Selwood got a sneaky one. Did you, did you get I got the got fifty dollars. No, no. So it was a $50 free bet, right? Yep. But because they tied, they gave me 50 bucks. So you get, oh. you get your investment back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's better than nothing. What was the odds at, though? Uh, it was like 4 to 1. So oh, would have would been, been. would have been good odds. Yeah. So, so if if Selwood got thirty eight and and Ablett got thirty nine, then yep. you would have got four to one. Yep. Dude, that's such a punch in the face. Oh, I know. That's not. And stuff, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll go through that. Uh, but look, it was a very interesting game. Oliver did Oliver things one fifteen. So yep. it was. Um, he looked like he didn't miss a beat. To be completely yep. honest. Well, Ablett actually said he was scratchy and he was getting those little cheap yeah. ones. So I think he will get better. Petraka uh, went well in the first. On. I think Petraka was like seventy four, seventy five in the first half, and then he had. 93 for the game. He yep. doesn't have the tank. That's it. That's it. He doesn't have the tank. That, that, he scored 20 points in a half of football because he doesn't have a tank. I'm tell, I'm calling it you know, early. He's going to be playing half forward flank you know who doesn't for have most a tank? of the year. Tank? Okay, now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I, the tank, yeah, been at this good. point in the game, I'm 30 points above you. So uh, we'll see what happens, eh? Uh, minus Franklin from Dixon. What's that? I'm 60 oh, points one. ahead of you. 80 uh, points one. ahead of you? One guy. Uh-huh. I've got one guy. Oh, he's in my team now, Chris. Yeah, and remember what no, happened? Not, not like, standard PS. Yeah, you watch. Yeah, Dixon's gonna average one twelve for the season, bro. No, Hibbard talk <laughs> about like a good one quarter. Oh, dude, and I, I had a bit of a rant on this. Hibbard on... pulled an O'Shea. You know what? There was one. There was one patch of three possessions in a row where he basically took the ball the entire length of the field. So um, Geelong kicked a point. It was one of Menzel's points. Uh, they weren't manned up uh, quickly enough, and Hibbard was in the pocket, unmarked, with no one on him, and twenty meters to run to run around. He took the to, took the mark uncontested, so uncontested mark. He ran and bounced, had two bounces, handballed over the top, handball received back, and then a long kick inside fifty, which was actually a hundred percent a hands in the back free kick, pushing the back, and they paid the mark. Now, if that's a free kick against, it's ineffective disposal. So that I reckon that was a ten point swing. So yeah, we I think again it was actually an inflated score, but that one little patch of of scoring would have been twenty points easily. I was watching it go up. So um, yeah, Hibbard was lucky to get what he got. He was very very lucky. That's fair. Same. That's fair. Um, I, Cole Jasney was a guy we picked in the preseason. Yeah, um, I, intercepting quite a lot. Yeah, but he, here's my concern though. I do like him. Uh, last year he played in the defense line and then pushed up onto the wing. Uh, after that, but I think he's playing Henderson's kind of role a little bit. Yeah. So when he comes back in, it might free him up even more. But he still did well. So I'm like, uh, I'm not sold on him at the present for a draft point of view. Yeah, same but reason why I'm not when, sold really. When on Henderson him. comes back in. Or if he shows some more good form in the next couple of weeks, I think he's a very viable option. Yep. Um, still one to watch, I think. So, and Duncan, you know, he did. He's very consistent, Duncan. Only 93 pre scaling, but um, 
I think he actually ended up over a hundred or just just hitting a ton. But we'll, I, I'm not sure. But um, Lachlan Fogarty, so someone that I don't have um, that was interesting. But again, I, once Danger comes back, I can't see. Yeah, I the think other he's Fogarty. the one that goes. So, yeah, um, Menegola doing crappy Menegola things. I mean, look, it is what it is. I think I think that bet's screwed. I don't reckon he's going to get anywhere near ninety. He's I just he's just not playing well enough. He's just a role player. He now. will ease into it, Chris. Have faith. Mm. Have faith, sure, but sure. Um, yeah, Harry Taylor went down. Oh, that guy! I can't remember who that guy is on Twitter. That was talking about Harry Taylor being a good option. Yeah. Oh, I, can't, I don't remember either. But oh, I, he I, actually had him in his team over a Sicily. He did. Yeah. Oh, hurts to be you. Unlucky. I, I wanted yeah. to find him. It was like uh, bars or something. Bars. or whatever it bars. is. Yeah, I think the guy's Twitter was like bars or something. Right? Yeah. Anyway, sucks to be him, but um, look, I think Melbourne will do good things. This it year. was a great football game. Oh, I, I was huge. so glad to watch it. I it loved was. The it game. was a great finish as well. Like yeah. literally edge of the seat. Everything. I, everything I watch is a great finish. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. That's, that's not true. Ask my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> doesn't, the, doesn't the peep show normally close the blinds once yeah. the time runs out, Chris? I have to watch. We'll have to ask Boner. Oh wow! <laughs> that's um, the joke that we referred to the earlier line. Yeah, and Tim Kelly obviously went nuts, which was huge. Yeah, he like, went nuts, and it was unfortunate that like, I'm going to probably start him on field this week, and he's probably not. He's probably going to get seventy because Danger's back, and he's not going to be playing as many mid minutes. Which is unfortunate because that's probably what's going to happen. But what do you think I'm going to do? I'm not going to start him on the bench because if he does go bang, I'm going to regret and hate life, yeah. and I'll be showing 100% regrets. Regrets with the yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was better than what you gave me, but shut up. All right. Anyway, moving on. West Coast City. Now let's talk about Nick Nat first because I've got a. I have well, he a played like half. On for, he played like half a game. If anyone was watching my tweets. During that game, it was that it was comedy in itself. But uh, Nick Nat tooting your own horn, Chris. Oh, honestly, 50, 55% time on yep. ground. But we did cover this, yeah, in the preseason. He saying well he, minimal for time on a couple of years ago, he averaged like was it 105.9 from 64% time on ground yep. or something. So very low. It's, so he doesn't what need, he does anyway. He doesn't need a lot of time on ground to score points. Adam Simpson came out this week and said that this he's probably going to be playing similar time on ground for the first few rounds. But um, if he's getting me the second top rock score of the week every week, I don't, I couldn't care. Why would I care? Well, any and then he's going to give you one forties in you know five weeks time, especially yeah, when I'm, you're versing Spud McGee's as your rock opponent. Yeah, like him versus English will just be hilarious. So yeah, so next week he's got English and uh, and Trengrove. Then the week after he's got Zach Smith. Then the week after he's got uh, Wits. Then the week after he's got Cruiser, who may or may not be injured. Um, then he's got Sandy in the Derby Ryder, who's now out. So okay, he's probably not playing Ryder. And then Nank. For the next and eight Nank's rounds, not a very good rock either. So for the next eight rounds, uh, can you see any of those being so? Maybe Cruiser, yeah, under a hundred. But even then, Cruiser gets more clearances and stuff. You know, he's a good tap and he can get marks and kick goals. He's but he's nowhere more near as clearances. strong as Nick Nat. No, not in the taps. And I mean, the only thing that he he's got a jump as well. But I, like Nick Nat's still a better jump. But I did notice he was not jumping as high or as often. Yeah, he was more using his strength. The guy looks like a. Freaking unit. He's a like, Mack truck. He's definitely put on weight. I wonder your, I, like, I feel, since he's come on like in a good way. I like, feel I feel for these like West Coast players. I mean, they've been just getting you know this Macca's drive through service, and next minute they feel like they need this reservation. Honestly, to go to the Sheraton or something. They were get, two different like, silver, sides. Silver service. Two different sides. Nick Nat's on the field. West Coast are the best team in the comp. They were running forward of the contest. They were winning uh, contested ball. They were holding the ball in their forward line because they had the ability to press from the stoppages. 
As soon as Nick they Nick also looked off, more tanned, Chris. That's that's true. The overall, the overall color was dude. That's mean. No, we're gonna retract Sorry, that. Was, that was, was too was, far. I was using Warner's OLED TV. Sorry, guys. Okay. I gave it a bit of a scuff. Uh, anyway, a bit of a shine. But as soon as Lysette was taking hitouts, but first of all, he was tapping straight down to Sydney mids. Yeah, Lysette was horrible. Lysette was If you put him on your horrible. field, aren't you glad you didn't start him? Oh, I'm so glad I didn't start him. I'm so glad that Nick Nat came through. Um, but yeah, he was horrible. And that's why Callum Sinclair scored so well. So as soon as um, uh, Lysette would be on, and he did ruck quite a lot against Sinclair, it was 100%. Um, Callum Sinclair was winning everything, getting tackles, getting hit outs to advantage, and just dominating. Yeah. And as soon as as soon as Nick Nat was on, it was the complete opposite. I think Shuey's going to really benefit from having Nick Nat this year. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Oh yeah. He was getting all of the hitouts to advantage, which were aimed at Shuey. So Shuey's running in because this was what Shuey does. I love watching Shuey play, especially at stoppages, because he hits the contest at speed. And it's with someone like Nat, Nick Nat who can tap it over to you on the outside running, it's a perfect combination. Shuey. Uh, he got 110, but I, I think he was. I think the score was worth more than that. I think he played better than that. He also um, he got two free kicks against in the last 10 seconds of the game, so he actually was probably more around that sort of 116 to 120 barrier, um, and got scaled back. So just yep. so you know. So what do you think about the rookies though? West Coast. That's probably the big ones. You got uh, Ryan. You got uh, Venables. Um, you know, Witterman. So what do you what do you think? Waterman. Those guys? Waterman's the best, but he's not going to be playing outside of when JJK comes back, which. Again, just uh, tooting our own horns over here. Yeah, I think... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's Chris. probably not going to be back to at least round four to five. And they're looking at the back end of that. And what they... I can't see him coming back and actually playing games in AFL day, day one. So for me, he might play VF, oh, Waffle in round four or five and work into Yeah, half fitness. a game or that sort of thing. There's no um, way he comes back and plays Luke, Luke Ryan is, you know, classic small forward. Liam so, Ryan, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yep. Oh, mate, Ryan. Yeah. Um, he's he's going to need to kick those goals. He's a small forward. He does get up the yeah. ground a little bit. I think he will be better for it, particularly when West Coast wins some games. I think you, if West Coast come into a run of games that they yeah. should win, they re, he could go really well. So unless you really spot it up like a few of these guys did, putting a Hearn or those guys on their field when yeah you know, they basically shouldn't have. Um, I I think you're only really trying to trade out for injuries and that sort of purposes this week. Yeah. Um, unless you have. Possible. You got to hold these guys because you don't know what's going to happen next week. But at the end of the day, I didn't choose. I I didn't choose to go four rookies in my forward line. Possibly should have considering. I did, but, but um, I didn't like. The reason is I didn't like Liam Ryan's scoring potential. I don't like Venables at all. Waterman's the only one that I really wanted to trust. That I didn't. I wasn't really sure about his job security, so I didn't go with any of the West Coast guys. Um, in hindsight, I would have loved to. I wanted. I should have gone Waterman. I, I really wanted to go. I should have gone well, Waterman, yeah, and then watch, I should have gone No, no Against Mason the dogs, Cox. against the dogs, they could you know do pretty well. I mean, they are weak in defence uh, at yeah. the moment, so let's see if their speed and and skills can you know, expose them there. Uh, what about Sydney though? Franklin oh. literally had the ball on a string. I couldn't believe it. Every time, the one person you don't want the ball. In so it, so hands. confident, he would just get the ball. They were kicking it to him on the yeah. lead. He was just marking it, two hands clunking it, and then he would have a shot at goal, and he only missed once. Yep, which is Eight not goals one. He, no, he doesn't usually kick. That he normally accurate. sprays a few, but he was just like, you know what, ball what? on a string. I'm just going to kick this from fifty out, fifty out, fifty out. One of the most dominant performances I've, I've seen by Franklin. That's saying something. However, what I will say is this: I don't care what Adam Simpson says. He did not try enough to stop Lance Franklin at all. It was a stupid game plan. 
Franklin was sitting in the goal square on his own or in the 450, the only forward, because the rest of the Sydney fours pushed up, right? You've got to have two on Franklin in that situation. You can't give Franklin the entire 50 and go, go and do what you want. He's got to outrun everyone. He's got to outmark most of them. I'll tell you two words that can stop Lance Franklin. What's that? Strobe lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Did I just get Dude, it? There? Which, by the way, okay, which brings me to my next point. Uh, at the start of the, um, the Eagles game, one of the coolest freaking starts ever. Brand new Optus Stadium. They're doing this massive launch. They've got these strobes at the top of the actual like inner uh, ring of the stadium. And they played Greatest Showman to start the game. Like before, I, 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 yeah, that's a boom. Doom, doom. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is Barcelona jam. And they played that and led that into the bounce. I was like, oh dude, that's so cool. I was so impressed. Very classy. Yeah, very classy, classy. Well done, the guys over well, maybe, there. Maybe the uh, lights help Franklin. Maybe he played outside of himself. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's just a little inside joke there for those that do understand. Uh, Parker, I could not believe he no, just, I, that. Bicycle. I can't believe. Oh, the bicycle. No, no, Emre oh, Chan. Yeah, Emre Chan. And it's funny because listening on. to soccer dweebs, like seriously, have oh. a compl- Oh, but he kicked it too high for. A bicycle kick. I'm like, well, no shit, mate. We're playing high goals here. Like, what do you want him to do? Nah, kick it, was it straight amazing. and like bounce three times. Like, good, no. Good luck trying to win a uh, goal of the year against that. And then it was someone, a fantastic goal. On Facebook, people are like, oh yeah, but the percentages were low. Like that shouldn't be goal of the week or goal of the year because like what what does he kick? Like one out of twenty. Top like, Bobby syndrome. Well, like Honestly. what about Eddie Betts' top from the boundary? What are the percentages yeah. for that? They like, he, make... like he meant that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not a round ball, mate. So literally, it's the most freakish things. The things that they just have a crack at that's that what people love off. that people yeah. love the the contest that ridiculous contestant marking that actually pays off and the stupid goals that you say you've got no other option let's well, it's go like watching hawkins i think it was maybe a year or two ago the balls are along the boundary line it's just sort of dribbling in front of yeah, you and he just, just kicks, kicks it, it, off, it off, the, off the ground yeah. bang straight through like what yep. are the chances mate they could have gone out in the full knowing oh, hawkins um it was funny when that exact thing happened that sunday the sunday footy show Matty Lloyd brought it up, and then Matty Lloyd did like a similar goal back in his day. But anytime Matty Lloyd gets a chance to plug himself, he oh, does. 100%. And it's so he's funny. Worse than you. Yeah, I know. He's like self praise. He 100%. does it all the time. They're yeah. like, oh, and then back to this number one mark. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Oh, look, it's me. I love it. Tearing I think it's over fantastic. everyone. What, I love what, it. what a legend I am. Uh, I need and he's not even bashful. Eh? He just no, has he this just big smile on his face. Like, oh, when you kick all the boys, like, kick like 900. All the boys are just like, yeah, laughing, going, you are kidding. But look, Parker, absolute jet. If you picked him again, like high five, because honestly, I wanted to all season. I didn't have the gonads. I went at the safer option, which was Crouch. Yep. And Parker excites me. He's a fantastic player. He marks, kicks goals. He's hard at the ball. He can uh, he can gather the ball as an accumulator as well. He he's, literally has the super coach game. He's got he a fantastic you, super coach. He does. Does he make you wet? Dude, he is hot. I'd fucking touch Does him. he make you wet? <laughs> does he make me wet? Yeah. If so, then maybe you should wear a Parker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Project me from the rain or yeah. the other fluid that are in the area. Uh, um, again, uh, <laughs> Jake point, Lloyd. Yeah, we did say the highest averaging defender for Sydney. He did well. Told um, you should go, Lloyd. I, like we've we said this many times. We predicted it. He kicked a goal really early and that set his score up yep. quite well. Which and was I, thought, nice. I thought Haney did pretty well. He was doing really well early and then just kind of plateaued out. He did a Petraka. Yep. So he, play, he, he had uh, about a 70, 75 and then really just... Uh, actually, I think he got... I'm quite confident he got into the 90s. 
yeah. by the third quarter and then, just and then had a nothing last quarter. Literally, they barely touched the ball. Yeah, so. and that was pretty much when West Coast were sort of coming back at some point. So Pretty much. Look, yeah. but uh, yeah, apart from that, uh, I don't think there's too much to really you know, pay attention from that game. No. Um, yeah, I thought it was, again, another absolutely fantastic football oh, match. So it was a great game to watch. Yeah. I was very surprised by West Coast. I was very pleasantly surprised by that one. Yeah. Um, again, mainly because of Nick Nat, let's be fair. If Nick Nat doesn't play that game, they get pumped by 10 goals. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, honestly, he was that good. And anyone that tells you otherwise does not watch football enough. Because yep. he was just everywhere. He was dominating the game. Um, so just a quick touch on as well with the team's announcement. I know we did say Murphy's playing forward flank. Uh, Fogarty is in the interchange. Yep. Um, so they keep their role for this week. Yep. Um, if you already have them in your side, just leave them there. I and uh, you know who's in for Richmond? Hooli, 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 hooli! Um, what so you doing, doing too, man? Really sucks for anyone that chose Vlostin off over his preseason form because he was dropped. He's gone. Catch so, you later. Unlucky. And uh, Higgins is in the emergencies. So yeah, he's, uh, he'll get a game at some stage, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. And yep. I hope it's not until round six or round seven. So a nice little downgrade to Jackie Higgins All would right. be nice. Chris, let's go into... Um, most traded in, so I don't know why Lachlan Murphy, why 12% of people are bringing him in at this stage, nope. but um, if I was me, I would be holding and making sure he's named for the third round, but hey, that's just me. Uh, he's gone up 12.4%. He's now owned by 23%. Yep. Uh, English is up 12%. I can actually kind of see why for that one, but if you didn't start, I don't know who you would have been starting. If you picked Darcy Cameron over him, thinking he was going to play games, then you're stupid because he wasn't named. Nope. Um, so Tim English just... is something that's interesting because I've floated like even maybe dropping um, Cox to English if he goes well this week. I've I've I floated getting English in at some point in my lineup. Um, I'm not sure. It definitely won't be this week. It will be next week if he gets named for round three. But he's the he's the only forward or forward ruck that I'm actually looking at as a sideways trade for a rookie that I missed. But do not trade him in this week. That is a dumb idea. Well, um, I was thinking of um, being more convict and keeping him as far away as possible. Yeah, that's true. But is that because he's English? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good one. History joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, at the end of the day, Timmy English is also the sort of guy that could get you a 12 this week. So don't. It's the same with, yeah, Bonner could come out and do a 40. Yep. What happens then? Well, yeah, Bonner has actually gone up 8.4% to 17.9. So everyone just jumps on the bandwagon. Yeah. Like 2% dropping They're all going to be done with trades uh, by round fin- 10. And then- Finlayson, if you didn't have him in your side, 50% now do. So I think he's gone up by 11%, which is good. Holman, again, like these people that just don't pay attention. Uh, Fritz did pretty well as well this week. I think like a 59 60, or 60 yeah, odd. Something like uh, Nick Nat in by 7%, which well, I'm assuming would be Paddy Ryder owners. Paddy Ryder, yep, 100%. <sighs> I feel you there. Um, but yeah, look, uh, people, look, seriously, people bring in like Tom Mitchell, probably for five. Like, seriously. Anyone that's trading out one of your super primos, unless it's, you know, because you didn't touch, have danger and well, somehow your didn't... stupid idea was not to have danger for the first week and then waste a trade to get him in. Well, they just wait and then go, oh, they didn't play and then they get rid of him. Like, some of these people's point of differences. Um, yeah, so I mean, one round doesn't mean it's doesn't mean everything. Like yeah. people bring in Sicily, three percent Sicily's up. The now. only is one it, you can twenty two percent. Only the only two people that should be traded out of your team for this week is either Libba or Ryder. If you have one of those two, I yeah. can understand. Or Cruz, if you don't have coverage, I guess. Oh no, nah. even then, I think you'll probably play. I think he's more leaning towards going to play right now. Diego Mira up 2.3%. He's now 25.8% ownership. Didn't he like have a 78 or 79 or something? It's, uh, it's not even... I don't know. I think it's about 80 flat. But um, interesting. Okay, so they're the ones that have gone up, Chris. Who do you think has dropped the most percentage? Ryder. Oh, I think even worse. 
Caulfield. Wow. So people who started him and yeah. Well, I mean, look, it was always going to happen if he's not playing We're games. Still, still owned by 16.7%. Oh, How does that even happen? Ouch. That's a lot of money to be having on your bench. Um, yeah. Darcy Cameron is still owned by 29% of people. So go for oh, so you. That's, uh, they're people using him as a, as and a loophole that might get games. 10% Brayshaw. I picked yeah. him up in drafts this week, Chris. Yeah, you did. And yeah. look, um, so I did watch on the couch on Monday night. I pretty much footballs my life. Sorry, guys, but it is. And uh, Nathan Jones was interviewed, and he, they asked him about um, Dom Tyson and uh, and Brayshaw, and they he, literally they just said, honestly, we've got forty fit guys on our list, and they're just finding out for those last couple of spots. And this week they missed out because of the form of everybody else. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason. Because they haven't been fit enough to yeah. Yeah, prove. They will get games and, you know, he will play. I mean, he's again, he's still one um, one concussion away from never playing football well, again. But, you know. Lib has gone from a 9.2% ownership. He's dropped to 4.8. So half the people have wised up. And that'll be up. even more by the end of the week. 100%. Yeah. Uh, people still have a hern. Like, go figure. Like, some of these people. Dangerfield, funnily enough, is now down to 16.9% ownership. Massive unique. He's dropped 2%. If you didn't start Crazy. him last week, then why would you drop him this week? It makes oh, no sense at all. Probably people just rage trading because they didn't know that he wasn't playing. And then and then they'll find out that he's probably playing. Well, yeah. here's the thing. Okay, so... Don't hate the player. I hate the game. I mean, okay. no. Don't hate the game. I'm not the saying this is going to happen, guys. But what happens if Danger doesn't pull up? Yeah, Has anyone ever contemplated that? If he does not get named, or he might, he'll probably get named, but if he's laid out, are you going to, like, kill someone? Is there going to be, like, serious fisticuffs? Maybe. Because well, that's a Monday game too, sh- so you're in trouble. You have to pretty much. Well, remember we said the week after that they travel to Perth. Is he going to play then? Yeah, hundred percent. Good luck. Who are they playing next week? West Coast, Frio, Hawthorne. No, no, Perth. The week after it's West Coast. Yeah. Oh, they'll smash him. Yeah, but smash him exactly. So why would you take Dangerfield on a bung leg? Um, because he'll smash him. Anyway, Hulk <laughs> um, smash. Look, that pretty much covers that part of it. Um, let's get into a few Q and A's quickly, so we won't be able to spend too much time on these. But a lot of these guys, again, asking if they should trade out Tui, Fife, Lambert, etc. Any of your primo guys, you chose them for a reason. One game does not define them. You know, I mean, you're talking about an average, a good average over what 23 rounds or something thereabouts. They're proven. You chose them for a reason. Um, stick with them. Yeah, don't um, just try so and, well, Derek, after Derek one Lane, after yeah. one round. I mean, how often does a guy? I think the go, rule of thumb is week well, one. In, in general, a lot of people make comments like that. Yeah, and apologies for being sick. As you could probably hear, I've coughed a couple times yeah, or whatever. That's, yeah, look, and we're, look, and it's look, it's fun to have banter. So, where by the way, if you're one of those guys that has the banter, love it. Like, oh, honestly, thought, we really enjoy it. So, I actually keep thought it coming. this was very good. Um, Fuzzy Wolf. How I made the um, someone was talking about their teams, and I was like, "Oh, we should call ourselves the Hash Browns because we're full of spuds." He's like, "Hey, I make the spud jokes." Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. I was like, "Fozzy has been getting on the uh, on the spud jokes uh, on, the, on the spud joke, and you're also about on the banter train, which yeah. we enjoy. Keep the banter coming. Oh yeah, get it free flowing. You know, if you can give it and take it, that's what we want. You know, we, we're look. I don't, I'm not the best sledger of all time, but we, I think we can hold our own. I've had a couple of good ones. Yeah, so like you know, have a bit of fun. Like, with yeah, it. I don't like to fight for my women. I'm gonna get yeah. that one there. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but look, so yeah, Derek, Derek's question with, um, you know, sideways trading those not in round one, do not do it. Uh, th- there's all the likelihood in the world that, um, that those premiums that you picked last week are going to go gangbusters this week. And then of course the ones you trade in, they're going to go crap next week. So do not do it. It's a, it's a trap. Um, you, you can do corrective trades at round two. Uh, maybe a rookie that you missed and maybe a sideways premium that's actually going massive in gangbusters and you've got an underperforming one. Those are the only considerations. Outside of that, I wouldn't do it at all. Um, you, you, you've started your squad because 
you did all your research, you listened to yeah. your podcast, you did all that. Don't do it. 100%. Uh, so Matt Grimston, uh, Grimston saying, "Hey Matty, how you going, buddy?" Uh, so pretty much, I think he's got Venables and Ryan's on his uh, Ryan on his bench. Uh, is it worth trading in Gullet this week for Venables? Uh, so I could play Gullet on field instead of Langdon. Uh, so he did say he's planning on using two trades next week. Yeah. So this is an uh, interesting question, and and uh, Matt has previously um, uh, placed very high in a top, in the top hundred for SuperCoach. Um, so he's more about okay. Well, I can pick up those extra fifteen points, which down the end of the season, that, that 15 points does actually matter. What I would say, Matt, to you at this point is that there's no guarantee that Garlet will hit more than any of those other two anyway next week. Yep. So I think for me, Lang- it's Langdon, a no. Langdon's very highly regarded for his pressure acts. Yeah. Um, I think I think he could still very well improve. I think his role is looking good. Uh, Garlet's not bad, next but he's a, he's a flash in the pan as well, so... Uh, I think yeah I don't know I don't know yeah. what your trades are for next week like that they're so You've clearly got a plan it must be a danger right in my opinion it's probably something to do with Dangerfield so which is uh, that's pro- what's what the exception is I, I just to be honest there's every chance that Garlet doesn't score more than Langdon or, or Venables or, or Ryan so for me I, I can't confidently just waste a trade on 15 points no I know that you I'd, are I'd, going for overall yeah, but I think that it's just not worth it. Um, I'd rather have the trade up my sleeve. Yeah, I'd rather cool cool your engines on this one. I think they're both at the moment. Yeah, but I, I can see where you're going. Where you're going with that, and it may be about future cash generation. But you know, um, if you already have the the other plans, I would. My personal suggestion is, you have to have another week look at him. Then, if you think that you've made a mistake, then correct it, and then you've got to readjust your other trades out elsewhere. And uh, we'll talk. I'll, I'll message you, and we can talk and work it out a solution that way. Okay, uh, so Ryder's gone for six or five to six. Who do I replace him with? So I've gone, I think I'm going I with... I think there's only two options. I think I'm going with Nick Nat. Um, yep. I, I definitely wouldn't be picking in Wits or Cruiser. Um, I, even then, I, like, I'm a Brisbane fan, but even I don't trust Steph Martin. So I've, I still don't like, trust Steph Martin, but he's the only other one that I would look at. Only other one. Yep. Um, to me, Nick Nat, there's too many positives to go to Nick Nat. You get 100k in your bank, and I think he'll just get better as the year goes on. If he if he does that round one with 50% game time, I think anyone against that watched, Sydney as well. Like, anyone that seriously. watched that game can say Nick Nat's the best ruck in the competition. I honestly, he is the best ruckman in the comp. Uh, Gorn is probably the most consistent at this point of his career, and I'd love to see them battle it out, battle it out against each other. But at the end of the day, the domination of Nick Nat when he's in top form, he is the number one ruck in the comp. Yeah, him at the top of his powers. I don't know if there's anyone else that can compete with him. Yep, and he also wants to know VC out of five: Parker, Gorn, Cripps, or Rockliffe. Ooh, interesting. Um, um, who did Fremantle play again this week? Let's bring it up. Let's bring up the fixture. Um, I think it's interesting. I know Cripps is versing Gold Coast, which I think he could do very well uh, against I Gold Coast. I would never waste a VC on Cripps. It's just not. Oh, in draft, I well, because I think like okay, maybe yeah, well yeah, in draft, but in a against in a Gold Coast, though, dude. Nah. Down there, I reckon he'll tail up. I can put this in. Cripps will get a 139, 140 this week. Yeah, but I, I, for, for me, a VC, what I really want to see is a 150. Like, I want, okay, I want those. Fine. And you've got... Cripps you've got, will get a 152. You've got Titch um, playing. Okay, so here's here's what I thought today. So Chris Scott, again, came out on um, uh, AFL 360 on Monday night and said, yeah, well, obviously we're going to have a plan for Titch because, you know, you did so good last week and blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. Well, let me riddle you this. Who's he going to play on Titch? Because you're going to have Dangerfield, Ablett, and Selwood in the midfield. They're head-to-head better than anyone else. Why would you go and put a tag on, on Titch? Why? Like, who are you going to... Like, what, you're going to get Selwood to tag in? Really? Selwood would go tell you to fuck off. 
Like, no way. It's still going to happen. So Titchy's going to run free on Monday, and I'm going to enjoy his captaincy. So for me, I want a vice captain that's going to be... I'd go five against Bombers. Yeah, they, I mean, they're not notorious. <coughs> they, they don't have really a, a tagger in their team, do they? Apart from, no. what, Myers? And they're smaller, Myers, the and they're smaller-bodied midfielders. Um, their defenders, he's not going to be playing on a hurley or anything, so I think he will be able to outmark and outreach, and they'll be at home. So. Prob- he'll probably go head-to-head with Heppel. Um, you'd say that would be a matchup. Yeah, is, bro, is, I don't know. I think, um, like, literally, if uh, if they're going to be putting uh, Darcy Miniguns Parish uh, on Sloan, they yeah. might even put him on Fife or Lockie Neal for a part and then, you know, alternate between the two. So, uh, look, I wouldn't mind going Fife at home, um, backing him in for another big one, but up to you. Uh, for me, it's Fife. It's got to be Fife. I, I, I understand that the, the, the tendency to err on the side of caution because of the 75, but it's Nat Fife. Yep. If, if I need to say anything more... I'm not doing my job right. I think that he's or unbelievable. Or Titch or Dusty and then go the other way. So. You, and, and your captain's got to be Dutch, uh, sorry, Dutchy. Sorry. Um, no. <laughs> uh, Titch, Danger, or even Ablett if you've got an Ablett. I think because the Monday game gives you the flexibility. Yep, you get a lot of time that. to wait. Um, Norton to Bonner. We already covered this one. Uh, if you don't have Tim Kelly on your side, I think you should. Uh, he chose Fogarty over Tim Kelly, so we're oh, talking about Luke. Unlucky. Um, um, I think look, wait I a week. Think, well, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd you, wait a week. Got the, okay, so here's the thing. You, even though 100% you need to do that trade, you need to get Fogarty out and you need to go to Kelly. Um, Unless Brayshaw goes badly this week, then you could go to Kelly. Nah, even no, then, if, uh, if Brayshaw gives you a, a 50 this week, then yeah, maybe consider it. But um, I don't think Fogarty's going to be there in round three. If he's not, then he's not going to make you any cash and he's going to be a waste of a trade. So for me, it's got to be Fogarty to Kelly. Um, but don't do it this week because if Tim Kelly comes out this week and busts an ACL, you've just traded it to someone who, who hasn't given you any money, hasn't given you any points, and there you go. You're done. So, yeah. Um, again, we're in the side of caution. Don't do that trade this week. With the Norton and Bonner thing, we went through that yeah. earlier. I still don't think he's worth three trades. If you personally think that he's going to be a keeper, great. Go nuts. I, if Honestly, that's your opinion. Yes, 100% you should do that. Otherwise, don't because it's a three trade. Great if you got him. You're too late on the train there already. So uh, don't go chase. Don't go chasing those points. <laughs> Sorry, too far? Yeah, too far. Um, okay, so let's get into this one. Um, do we trust Andrew Brayshaw on the field this week? So Nelson's asking this one. Uh, also, can Tim Kelly back up his performance when Danger comes back in? Um, I yeah, think, we I think Kelly, it and Yeah, I think Kelly does look pretty silky smooth, though. I'm, I'm not, he didn't I don't think you can overcome. not. Here's the thing. Yeah, uh, you can't. What I actually think is going to happen is I think Kelly will play in midfield because I'm pretty confident that um, Paddy Dangerfield will be playing out of the goal square this week. I don't think right. I don't think coming back from a hammy you want him in the midfield bursting from stoppages. I think you want him at full forward. So personally I think that he will play uh, a large amount of time forward. There's no that's just me thinking that. Well, easing him back in a little bit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think I think he'll probably play 60-40, so 60% in the forward line, 40% in that midfield. It wouldn't be a bad ploy for the first 2 weeks, Fremantle and back. No, and well this is why I didn't choose in. him in my starting lineup because I do think he might say go a 110 115 average or maybe maybe even 120 average over the first few weeks, which is still good scoring. Don't get me wrong. It's great scoring, but he'll price price point plummets at that point and then you can actually pick him up. Yep. But um, that's just my personal opinion. I don't have – the only thing I've got to back up that is just years and years of experience with injured players coming back from hamstrings. They don't just go straight back into – I'm going to be on the ball 90% of the game. It just doesn't work that way. Well, it does for those guys that do the hammy. 
but yeah, look, that's it. that's all for the Q and A's. Um, thank you very much for um, sticking with us. I hope you have enjoyed our content. We tried to throw you a few different things, a few different perspectives. Hold those primo guys. Hold those primos. Uh, we did do a little league review on Facebook and Twitter. So a couple of our leagues, um, I think one's fifty first and sixty fifth. A couple of them. Yeah. Uh, and I like to think that's because Chris and I are both in those leagues. Probably, yeah, um, probably not. Me bringing um, the average down. So, yeah, well, I think in total score as well. So, uh, just just for clarity, um, I scored 22.93 and you were just below that. Um, yeah. So yeah, a little bit unlucky, I we, think. No, I, and look, fanta- they were fantastic scores at about 4 p.m. on uh, on Sunday. Um, and then where as soon as yeah. uh, Parker and and uh, Franklin went absolutely nuts, neither of us have either of those players. Yeah, and then Nick Nat scoring more than Ryder, obviously. Well, that was good for me. Yeah, it was good for you. So yeah. there's 50 points there, plus the Nick Nat, and, and quite a few people. I think it was like 20, 25. That's me with Cox on field. And quite too. a lot of people had Franklin as well, so they would have really reaped well, from Well, 25% that, that had Franklin. Yeah, exactly. So as soon as he goes big... All of the players in those top eight percent with um you know Parker so they're yeah huge yeah. huge huge. Well, huge, well I worked huge. it out. I had 108, 118 points on the bench that I didn't capitalize on just because I didn't have the players that scored well on field. If I had those and then fi- and Franklin doesn't go big, I'm in the top fifty. That's literally how 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 it works out. So that's as simple as having a good team versus having an, a great team. This week was it was Franklin going big, and if you didn't have him, you were out. And if you didn't play your right rookies on field, yeah. So look, next, next, next week, I hope well, to make up yeah, some ground. A few but- different things, you know, like literally, if I had have gone Nick Nat, Lob, and I put um, Doday on my field, yep, or even Holman. Bang, there's another hundred points. Yeah, well, yeah. more. There's like a couple hundred points, and then next minute, you know, you're sitting on twenty four eight. So yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Just little things, but um, all you can do is trust your gut and yeah. Go with it. And look, at the end of the lose. day, um, uh, the Chris League is uh, up to. We uh, had the 176th averaging league. Um, I think you guys were a little bit behind. Or? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so the hash browns will come back. The sausage rolls, we will um, come back. Maybe I'll put a poll on, uh, on on Twitter this week or Facebook or whatever. Um, we, I think we need a new team need, name. You need a team name. We need a team name. SCI Chris League's not doing it for no. me. No, especially so, when I have the sausage rolls, which is just amazing. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> you like pies, you can piss off. Yeah, exactly right. Pies are way better than sausage rolls. No. Anyway, <laughs> look, that's it from us, Supercoach Insider. Um, please do find us on Facebook, forward slash SC Insider, and Twitter, uh, SC underscore Insider underscore. Yep. Please do keep on shouting out. Loving that feedback, guys. Loving the um, you know, the content and the discussions and the banter. Uh, best banter for the week. We'll get a shout out on the next podcast. Sounds fantastic. That's a great thing. Yeah. I-, I love it. All right, Best cool. banter of the week. the ball.